I speak to you in the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. In my home country, South Africa, we have a salutation. Saubona, and the response is Yebo. Saubona. Saubona. You get to say back to me Yebo. I say Saubona, you say Yebo. Saubona. Yebo. Saubona. Yebo. I can't hear you outside. Saubona. Yebo. Saubona means I see you, the plural would be Sanibonani, the response your yebo means yes, I am here. Thank you for pausing in this wilderness. Thank you for coming to pray with me. Thank you for coming to share in this most divine supper in this space. Thank you for biting into scripture with me, the book of nature tells me what I made out. The book of scripture tells me what I made for. Can you hear me outside? Yes. yes. I promise I'll slow down. I get yeah. too excited. Because the gospel is too wonderful. The gospel is too rich. Because especially uh, from Torah, all the Hebrew scriptures, you think you're special because you've got some dysfunction in your family? You're not special. <laughs> you're not as special as you thought. Look, even in the womb, these twins are fighting. Oh, the, the eldest one, the hairy one, the one who goes up to the Tetons, the hunter, the one who gets the elk and drags it down the hills. And the younger one who sits in the tent and makes stew with mom. <laughs> you think you're special, you think you've got dysfunction in your family. They were even wrestling in the womb. So how wonderful that even in Torah, even in that scriptures, what an invitation, what does patience look like in my life especially when that impatient trickster Jacob says uh, you hungry because the eldest brother drama king I'm so famished I'm gonna die <laughs> right I came back from a hunt the youngest the trickster uh, tell you what give you the stew but guess what uh, I get your birthright so so I get the escalate <laughs> I, I get the corner horse from grandpa right Impatience, instant gratification, not seeing one another, but instead seeing what can I get from you. And then Matthew, oh, the great parable of the sower. Think in your life, if you can and if you're willing, do you have a seed of hope that has lingered with you through time and space as far back as you can remember? What did that look like? What does it sound like? For me, that's the invitation for today. That's my hope when you leave this chapel, friends, when you go out into the world. May you radically share that seed of hope that dwells within you. What is that hope in you that you've had? My hope, from as far as I can remember, has been to, to wonder what does it really look like to be the human family. I say that as one who grew up under an apartheid South Africa, a system, a socio-political system that intentionally divided us as a people based on our ethnicity through violence that said you were worth nothing. <coughs> and I had heroes who through scripture said otherwise. That has been my passion. That's been my seed of hope. What is your seed of hope that needs to be stirred once again? You might have forgotten it because of the sin of busyness. And that's okay. 
Because we, we, we all don't get it right. That's the gift of the four examples of the soil, right? Are you with me? Yes. Yes. We had four examples of soil today. And any of you who, who have been to church, you might think that, oh, you see, because he wears a stole and he has cool vestments, his soil must be good. No, friends, that's the only reason Jesus can get me to church is by putting a collar on my neck. <laughs> and saying, you have not been a good listener. You did everything your grandmother told you not to do. I've got to get your attention. And that way, Jesus reminds me, reminds us, we go through the rhythms of life, through the seasons of life, I know I've got some shallow soil, uh, especially in that new year, after I've watched all those fireworks on my streaming services, right? Uh, especially because I grew up in Cape Town, so how wonderful to watch the big ball drop in New York and go over to Australia and switch the channel, right? So the new year resolutions! Oh, I'm going to be doing yoga 24 hours a day. <laughs> I will eat everything that's alive. I will have green smoothies 24 hours a day, right? I'm going to go hiking every day. I'm going to do the, the, the Josie trail, the sink or swim trail every day. I did it yesterday uh, with my wonderful partner in crime, my spouse, who is way stronger than me because I had to go to the hot tub at the rec center <laughs> just to recover. And she was like, I'm ready for round two, what's next? <laughs> I say that because we all go through rhythms and seasons in our life. And that's okay to be patient, to be gentle with yourself. At least uh, hear the word. And allow the seeds of hope to take root. So, so yes, how are you going to be radically extravagant with your hope in the neighborhood? Like the very seed sower we have in scripture. This, who I believe, is God. God, an immaterial being that creates time and space and is the ultimate expression of love and consciousness. That, for me, is God. Right? Mm -hmm. Are you with me? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yes. And how wonderful, because of course God is not watching YouTube. Because uh, of course God is not going to Home Depot like me. I don't know what, oh, Ace Hardware. Right? <laughs> <laughs> any, come on, any normal, any uh, trained horticulturist knows you are not reckless. Well, really? I'm going to pay all that money just to throw seeds everywhere randomly like that? No, you toil the soil. There's work to do. How wonderful that God's way is not my way, and I give thanks for that. <laughs> God is reckless. God is extravagant. God says, dare to take root where you must. And if you hear the word, if you are moved by the word, how will you then further sow your seed of hope to a world in need of hope? That's why we gather. That's the gift of having different seasons. Because you might be on a rocky journey today here, but I guarantee you, somebody in this chapel will take your hand and tell you that you'll make it. Even in your own life, right now. Look back in your life. How often have you celebrated how resilient you are? How often have you looked back on your own life and said, Wow, I made it. I can endure. Most times, I think we get trapped in that uh, dodgy uh, flow of comparison. 
You've heard our presiding bishop, right? The Episcopal Church, we have a presiding bishop, Michael Curry, and you've heard him talk about uh, love God, love neighbor, love self, quoting scripture, right? The greatest commandment on these hang all the law and the prophets. Love neighbor, love God, love self. And I've always discerned what does that love self look like? More so than you know, having my morning cup of coffee. I'm with you, puppy. I'm almost done. <laughs> having, my, having my cup of coffee and looking in the mirror and just going, oh, Father Mac, you are fabulous. Look at your dreads flowing in the wind under the teapot. You are just awesome. Walking down Jenny Lake with your backpack. Woo! Right? Now you can argue that that's loving yourself. No. When you buy yourself, I think the deeper loving yourself is, when do I stop comparing myself to my neighbor? I can say that, because I drive along Pacific Coast Highway in South Orange County. <laughs> and there are some days that my prayer is, oh Lord, you see that McLaren going by me, that 576 Super Sport, or that LaFerrari? Or that Lamborghini, give me that Lamborghini, my lord, and I, I guarantee you, I will go baptize 20 extra people. <laughs> because I will go from 0 to 60 in 2 seconds, which means I get there faster. And I say that in jest, but how often do we compare ourselves to others? And what would it look like just for this week? To not compare yourself, to not judge yourself, to not be critical on yourself, to, to not critique yourself. What would it look like to be present in your hope and to allow the breath, the, the Ruach of God to blow through you and once again discover the hope in you? That's the gift of the spiritual journey. That's the gift of walking hand in hand at the chapel of the transfiguration. That's the gift of being in community. You don't do it alone. And the gift of spirituality, young people, it is a gift of, of waking up almost to the beauty and the hope beyond you. Anthony DeMello, one of my spiritual superheroes, it's that wonderful story of a, of, a, of, a, of a child, or I guess a child, uh, sleeping in. And the parent knocking on the door, it's time to go to school. Well, these are the three reasons I don't want to go to school. Number one, they mean. Number two, I'm tired and I don't really like doing it. Number three, I just don't want to go. And the parent is like, well, I'll give you three compelling reasons why you should go. Number one, it is your duty. Number two, you're 48 years old. <laughs> and number three, you're the head of the school. It's time to wake up. It's time to wake up. That's the gift of the spiritual journey to really see, awake with fresh eyes, what God is calling you to do. What does that look like in your life? What does it look like to see afresh the hope that you might have forgotten about, that drove you in your, in your younger years? What do the seeds of compassion in your life look like? Where uh, do you need to stir once again that which you maybe have forgotten? The wonder you had 
the creativity. You feel you may be lost because, oh, that 3 a.m. mind keeps coming back. You're not working hard enough, Lester. Got to write better sermons, Lester. You're not preaching as good as Jimmy, Lester. <laughs> the 3 a.m. mind, the voices of criticism. What do the voices of compassion? your life sound like. For me, that is the invitation from the great sower. For me, that is the hope from the great sower. For me. So I dare you, in the next 30 seconds, and it's easier if you know the person next to you, <laughs> share with them one hope for you this week. What's one hope you will sow this week? And if you don't have somebody next to you, I'll come to you. <laughs> Go ahead. I was going to say, I think just to get up, you know, I've been out of town, I want to be out with friends here, with outdoors. We've been here since the 20th of June, so we have two days left. 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 We have two that's a song from Tanzania. It means move. Move. Move, God. And let us see you. To that friend, always say.